This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I had the pleasure of speaking with Kathy Creer about her recording of Ligeti's Etudes, which she released in 2021 on RV Records. Across the episode, you'll hear performances of three of these etudes. In our chat, Kathy speaks about why she's attracted to this music, how it was recorded with sound engineer Holger Erbach, and her interpretive approach. So I'm Kathy Kreer from Luxembourg. I'm now 37 years old and I'm playing the piano. And I have, since very early childhood, always been interested in music of the 20th century, actually. And when I was a child, I would prefer Bartok to Chopin. And so that somehow stayed and my interest in music of the 20th century, and especially in piano music of the 20th century, has always been quite big. just heard En Suspens by Ligeti and I recorded the old um, etudes at the Philharmonie in Luxembourg. I think En Suspens is quite an easy listening piece by Ligeti if you want. It is something that is actually very joyful like colorful and of course you have all these technical inversions of rhythmics and how it's constructed but it's less about how virtuoso a composer can use material than about sound. And that's also something that I like when I'm um, playing this music. I am an absolutely classical trained pianist. 
I have never been specialized in music of the 20th century or contemporary music, but I love it. And when I start to play this music and to learn this music, I try to have absolutely the same approach than I would do with a Beethoven sonata or with uh, Ravel or whatever. And for me, that's very important because I think then my focus and also the focus of what I want to hear is different from someone that only is trained to do absolutely what is written and being very exact in rendering a score. I think for me, what I'm looking for when I, um, when I, when I learned these pieces is really what is the sound that I want to do? Wh- which color do I want to have? And it's not about am I absolutely on the right tempo? Am I absolutely playing without any rubato? Because I'm absolutely convinced that if a composer would want to have something like 100% as written, well, he could use a computer nowadays. Then you don't need someone interpreting the music. And of course, I, I try to be as as near and as exact as possible, but I'm still me and it's, a, it's through my vision. It's not only the composer's vision. It's also through my feelings and how I would love to hear it or how I feel it. And I think that's something that you should develop and and what I'm doing also when I play like classical repertoire so why shouldn't I do it with Ligeti if you compare en suspens to all the others all the other etudes like in the first book you have like a real arc of something very difficult and then something slower and then it gets difficult again and then it comes back and in the second book, where En Susban is, um, it's slightly different. And you have like quite heavy stuff, like Vertige or L'Escalier du Diable. And then En Susban is, as it is also named, is somehow hanging. You know, it's something that is just in comparing with what happened before and what will happen afterwards. It's something joyful and very bright actually and and easy listening is the wrong word but somehow it's easy listening comparing to all the complexity that comes afterwards and it's interesting that in these pieces Ligeti refers to it at with avec l'élégance du swing so there's something about you know he, he wanted to be very swinging and and for me that means that it should be light not difficult well, the next piece that we are going to hear is Arc-en-Ciel. So it's one of the etudes of the first book. It's the fifth of the first book. And also here, it is more classical. So you have a real harmonical texture. Uh, it's not only about rhythm than in the other pieces that you can have, where it's really about polyrhythms. Um, and also, Arc-en-Ciel, you have this reference to color. Arc-en-Ciel is a rainbow. And so for me, that I immediately have this image of all these very bright, colorful strikes that you can have when you see a rainbow. 
Well, Arc-en-Ciel for me, it's difficult because it's one of the most famous. So even if you don't want to be influenced, obviously you are. And somehow, especially when you play all the etudes, one after another, Arc-en-Ciel, but also En Suspens, are difficult because they are slow and the atmosphere that you create um, is more important than in other etudes that are very technically difficult or when, when you have polyrhythms and, and it's so difficult to have it and to be very precise, it's not about the atmosphere, but in En Suspens and in Arc-en-Ciel, it's all about the atmosphere that you create. Actually, for all my recordings, I'm, I'm always working with the same sound engineer, Holger Urbach. He's not at all a specialist in, in 20th century, but is, he's someone that I deeply trust. I think that's very important, especially if you go for this kind of recording. I have always had the, the great honor that the Philharmonie Luxembourg would give me uh, the small chamber music hall to record. So, of course, that's much better than recording in a studio because you have the atmosphere and you can recreate the sound of a concert, which I personally prefer. So the microphones, we always have microphones in the piano, but of course also in the room to like have the natural echo and, and the, the natural plasticity of the sound and not having to mix too much in afterwards. Yeah, the, the piece that you will hear at the end is Fanfare. Um, actually, Fanfare was the first etude by Ligeti I learned when I was 15, and I was very, very happy about it, and because, you know, that for me that meant that I was very brave. Also here you see, for me, the capacity of Ligeti to have something technically very demanding and also musically very demanding, and somehow... It's very enjoyable to listen, but also to play, because it has this kind of groove with this ostinato coming and not ending, um, which makes it actually very, very fun to play. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's one of my favorite etudes, actually. Yeah. What is difficult with polyrhythms is that you lose every form of context that you have been taught during your whole life as a music student and a musician. You don't have measures anymore. You don't have like um, a, a steady rhythm anymore. So it's not only about being able to do it, but it's about how to control it and how to control it when it goes wrong. The, the difficult point is when the different layers change hands and go back and forward. For me, what I did is I played it quite a lot layers per layer. And actually, you, you need to learn it like a fuga, where you need to learn every layer. And when you know the layer, then you can put them together. And then you have, a, again, a huge mess because you need to organize it again. And then, but you know the layers. And when you know the layers, you can organize and you can control your weight because it's a matter of which finger has how much weight well with, with ligety what you have like in every 
in every piece in the etudes is that you have actually a simple idea which gets more and more complex because it's multiplicated that often. For me, that's the difficult point as a pianist. When is, where is the point where I can lose control? In every etude, you have that. It's the, the, the basic idea is not so difficult. You get it. Um, and, and, and you can do it and it's not a problem, but it's whether the speed that makes it difficult or the quantity of layers. So my kids, they really love fanfare and every time I, I practice fanfare, they dance on it actually and they turn around in my room when I'm playing and so for them it's pretty enjoyable and then for the other people, what I... What I always see is that the rhythm of this music catches people and so groovy and and the rhythm makes it so enjoyable and 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 takes the attention of of people and it did also for me i i I started to love Ligeti because of the rhythms. Mm-hmm. 